There are so many brands that are covertly selling more than just products or services. Okay, Nike is a marketing company. Fabletics is a lifestyle company. Coca-Cola is a branding company. Then you have companies like Fitbit and Apple with millions of people oriented towards one core effort, community. Communities add a ton of value to business, from user-generated content to loyalty, brand advocacy, events, education, and true connection. Humans are social by nature, which means that we crave things like feelings of belonging and mission and accountability. And with all the technology and automation that we've been using over the past decade, human connection is more important than ever right now. We almost expect to have deeper relationships with brands today because of how great of a job that some of these bigger brands are doing. The problem is, most communities today are thrown together without any foresight or strategy. We see a desire for them and we have two instant thoughts. If I build it, they will come and the best communities are built by their members. But both of these are actually false. If you desire to build a truly successful community, you need to step up as its leader. You need to strategically cultivate an environment that creates the results you want from that community. And today we're gonna talk through what this looks like and how to create a community that's designed not only to benefit your members, but also to support the growth of your business as you intend it to. As an entrepreneur, 90% of your business is marketing. Marketing is pre-selling or a way to reach and influence more of your ideal buyers at a time. That's what we're gonna talk about today. How to market and sell simpler with better results. So pull up a chair and let's spend some quality time together. Every community needs its own mission, vision, and values. Your brand is gonna be the driver of these core statements, but ultimately, your community needs to be sustainable all on its own. People need to feel clear and excited about why they are a part of your community. They wanna feel included. They wanna know that what they're investing their time and energy into is actually worthwhile because there's so much we can be doing today. We want to have a purpose to work toward, and that's what a great community can do for people, but it has to be intentional. Without these things, there is no driver to keep showing up, especially if other communities are clearly defining these things. So if you can't spin off any community you create to support multiple businesses or allow it to become its own entity at some point, at any point, there's more work to be done around this. Okay, you need to have your own mission, vision, and value statements for your community. Also, every community you create should be anchored in incentives. Amazon is such a good example of this. They've created a thriving business community and people actually pay to be a part of it. Not only that, they feel they're getting at least five times the value they pay. How do I know that? Because the average Prime member spends 600% more than a non-Prime member each year on Amazon purchases. Your incentives don't need to be like Amazon. They don't need to be monetary, but they do need to be defined and clear. Is it that your community gets a first look at things that they care about? Do they get added support? Do they feel more acknowledged? Do they feel like part of a greater mission? Do they receive perks or special discounts? Are they gonna achieve faster growth as a member? What is it that you're giving them that is unique to that community that makes them really feel like they belong, that they're special? Perhaps it's simply a benefit of just 
feeling like they belong. But as a leader, how are you ensuring that they feel that way consistently? Think about it. You know, the most successful communities are the ones that create stellar participation and engagement. In fact, I think communities demand this in order to succeed long term. When community members can play an active role in something, they're going to speak up. Seeing the impact that you have on a small or a larger scale will instill feelings of value and worthiness. These are two things that a properly run community really focuses on giving its members. A true community makes even the most quiet members feel deeply connected to the loudest ones and to the bigger picture vision of the group. When time and space is given to all members as they desire it, and a diverse and open dialogue is not only invited, but encouraged, engagement goes up, participation becomes inevitable. The purpose of a community, after all, is to be part of something that's bigger than just ourselves. If we're not contributing to the vision of the group, there's no value in being a part of the community that's driving it. And I want you to think about how you're going to measure the success that guarantees positive outcomes that come from your community. Because what gets measured gets improved. If you desire to foster growth and true connection with the community, you need to get hyper-focused and clear about your goals and benchmarks for each of those things. For instance, using a simple set of guidelines for recruiting your best members and nurturing relationships with them and fostering their joy as members of your community. What does that look like? How does that evolve as your community evolves? Also, how are you tracking active participation and making sure that people feel seen and heard and acknowledged and part of the greater good? Are members showing up regularly? Do they invite others to contribute or join into conversation? Are they inclusive and respectful of each other? Do they prioritize activities for the benefits of everyone involved? Also, how are you quantifying and qualifying the value that members consume and create? Both of those things are important in their own way. What have you committed to as the leader of the community that you're building? How do you rate your effectiveness in bringing people together and fostering loyalty and deep connection? Hi, it's Justine. I've been a marketer since 2008 and an entrepreneur since 2014. And what I've noticed is that there's a gap between understanding how to run your business and understanding how to market it. It's not about becoming a marketing expert or investing all of your time on marketing. It's actually the opposite. The more you understand marketing, the better you get at it and the less time you need to invest in it. Plus, the quicker you can make money, the quicker you can afford to hire people who enjoy it more than you do to do it for you. If you're ready to master your marketing in the simplest of ways and know exactly what to do to grow and how, click the link in the show notes to learn more. Communities are changing the future of businesses. That's a fact. And I think that they're going to continue to do that as long as we invest in these thoughtful strategies to run them effectively for the benefit of everyone involved. But we have to be mindful of how we're creating environments and nurturing those environments to be self-sustaining. Remember what I said at the very beginning of this episode. If you can't spin off any community you're creating to support multiple businesses in different ways or the same way, or become its own entity at any one point, there is more work to be done here. Because a community in itself is its own engine. 
It's almost like a living, breathing organism. You have to feed it. You have to nurture it. You have to care for it. You have to love it. You have to invest in it. You have to spend time with it. You have to pay it attention. You have to listen to it. You have to notice as it evolves and evolve with it or help it and support it in its evolution. You have to allow it to become what it has always been meant to become. It's like parenting. We don't raise our kids to keep them forever. We raise them to become self-sustaining, self-sufficient, empowered, independent, thriving examples of human beings. We raise them in trust and love, knowing that even if they do things differently than we anticipated, we accept them, that we support them, that we're going to be there for them no matter what. We're going to believe in them. We're going to hold hope that whatever they desire the most, they're going to create it in their own way. To not put our agendas on them and force them into a box that they don't belong in, but to honor who they truly are. That's what you want your community to be. And all of that comes from trusting yourself as its leader. Trusting that you're doing the best you can with what you have that you are supporting it in the best ways you know how for now, and that the ways that you're showing up and nurturing and fostering its growth and evolution and development are coming from the best place. So take some time today and think about this. Think about the community you've already created, whether it was intentional or not. As a business owner, there are communities all around you of customers, of people that you network with, of potential clients and audiences. You can use communities to grow your business in so many ways, and there's probably so many communities you've already built and haven't even recognized exist in the ways that they exist. So now is the time to acknowledge and notice the things about those communities that you love. Notice the things about the communities that other people have built that you love and appreciate and can borrow ideas from to make your communities even stronger and even better. And then get really intentional and focused on setting some goals to make the communities that you have intentionally and unintentionally created the best, most effective vessels for growth that exist within your brand's umbrella. Because you have the ability to decide today how you're using communities to grow. And I could sit here and tell you all day long how I would use your communities to grow, but that's not going to serve you. And it's not going to serve you to hear how I created communities and have used them to grow my business because that is my personality, my agenda, my audience, totally different from you. So the real work here comes from trusting yourself. And if you need help, that's where my programs come into play. That's where I can help you to listen to you, to pull out the best ideas, the most creative solutions, to figure out simple, effective ways to level up based on exactly where you are and where you desire to go. Using a blend of coaching and strategy. That's what I'm great at. So if that's what you need, you know where to find me. And no matter what you decide, if you want to go it alone or if you want to go in it together as part of my community, you want to ask yourself these important questions. You want to figure out what you truly want. You want to get hyper clear and focused about your specific goals and you want to figure out where exactly the gaps are between where you are today and where you desire to be. That's where you're going to really highlight and find opportunities for growth. That's where you're going to really figure out the skills you need to build and the things you need to do, the actions you need to take to get to where you desire to go. Okay, so you know what to do. Have fun with this. Make it your own. Enjoy the process. And I will talk to you next week. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Ask the Marketing Expert podcast. It was so great to spend time with you today. If you'd like to learn how you can spend more time with me by learning from me or working with me, visit growthmindsetmarketers.com. And if you're loving this content, please take a minute and leave an honest review. See you next week.